Welcome to Focus First, the success podcast, bringing you inspiration and motivation each and every week with your host, Richard Butler. Welcome back, it's Richard Butler. So last week I talked about how to get mindfulness more into your life. And I wonder, did you take my advice? Did you try a couple of things? Did you, for example, resist the urge to eat or to text your ex? Or did you put your smartphone away just to have that moment when you can just be in the moment? Well, one of the problems I think really over the last couple of months definitely has been achieving a work-life balance because many of us have been working at home and many of us have been at home 24-7 with our partners, wives, husband, girlfriends, whoever it may be. And, you know, when something comes up, you may decide to throw yourself into your work or you may just find that you can't get away from your work. I don't know if that's happened to you. Um, I make a very strong uh, case and I will always finish work. It's um, it's always a rule that I have. I'll finish work by 8 p.m. at the latest, if possible. There may be one or two evenings that I work until nine. There may be one or two evenings that I am, um, well, I'm always up early, but I may be working early. But I always try and finish early, eight o'clock, And on Fridays, I try and finish at six and I do my utmost best not to schedule any calls or any coaching clients over the weekends or during holidays. I'll always tinker around and do a couple of things, but I always try to do that. And in today's podcast, I want to talk about five ways to achieve work-life balance using mindfulness and using meditation. Now, of course, work plays an important role in our lives. But as adults, we tend to spend the majority of our time at our jobs. When you think about it, you're probably eight or nine hours at the office or were at the office. Now you're eight or nine hours at your computer. But, you know, we have to be careful because we don't want to work, 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 and then sort of die without enjoying life. So I always make sure that I enjoy life. But, you know... Not only is our time precious, but our mind space is precious as well. And for some people, they get so caught up in their work that they miss out on enjoying and cherishing the little things in their own personal space. So how can you ensure that your time, energy and attention is used in a balanced and effective manner? You may ask, What is the best way to support yourself in creating an effective work-life balance? Well, I do think mindfulness and meditation can help that. And I try and meditate every single day. Normally at the weekends, I don't meditate, but I try to meditate five times a week. And when I talk about meditation, I'm not talking about doing it for two hours. I'm talking about 10, 15 minutes a day. It's not a lot, but it gets me focused during the day. Now, Here's a couple of tips that I have for you today. Um, The first one is cultivate calmness and tranquility. Because you see, in order to make wiser decisions and to work smarter instead of harder, it's important to be calm and composed. And this quality of being calm and composed can be cultivated and improved through the simple practice of meditation. 
Now, if you practice at least 10 to 15 minutes of meditation consistently, it can make a significant difference in the way you do things in your house and at home. Because you see, being calm enables us to obtain confidence and to develop trust within ourselves, others and the world in general. By doing this, we can make better choices about how we spend our time, energy and attention. And that in itself is going to lead to a better work-life balance. Ask yourself what makes you lose your calm. What kind of consequences are you facing when you make decisions that are rushed and made under the influence of stress? Also ask yourself what can you do to cultivate more inner peace at work and in your home and now as I said, work and home are nearly the same thing. The second thing you should do is become a master of your mind. You see, we tend to pay more attention to taking care of our bodies than our minds. And in fact, we often take our mind for granted or we don't think about it. The result is that we end up living a life where the mind is in control of our lives instead of the other way around. What we experience as life is basically just a creation of our minds. In NLP, we say the map is not the territory. Even though it may seem that our destiny depends on external circumstances, the truth is that the way we perceive those circumstances determines our experience. Being a master of your mind allows you to create your own desirable circumstances and to place them in a balance that works for you. Mind mastery can be achieved through a daily mindfulness and meditation practice, which costs nothing except some time and dedication. And let me remind you that I am putting together a mindfulness masterclass in November 2020. You can go to richardbutler.coach. There is a link in the description as well to find out more and get on the waiting list. Definitely worth your time. It's going to be five hours, one hour a day over five days of live coaching on mindfulness. Now, the third thing that you can do is observe and express your needs. You see, a significant part of our frustration, stress and suffering in life comes from our unmet needs. When we work too much or too little, we can end up neglecting our well-being. Greater awareness of our needs brings a better balance and more satisfaction to our lives. So think about what unmet needs do you experience in your workplace? What can you do about meeting them? What is your current state of well-being from 1 to 10? 1 being poor, 10 being excellent. What could you do to make it even an 8 and then push it to a 9? When you're balanced and can meet the needs of your body, mind and spirit, your energy levels actually rise, vitality increases and you can start living. And when I say living, I mean living in tune with your values, principles and purpose. My fourth tip for you is to respond instead of react. The highest level of mastery over mind can be seen as an ability to respond instead of react. There's a huge difference between the two. Reacting is like being on autopilot, letting your emotions control what you say or do next. Responding, on the other hand, presents a conscious, calm and constructive action that promotes resolutions of conflicts. To respond meets, means to be in control of your own thoughts and behaviours. It helps you to be in charge of your life and supports you to set and stick to your priorities, such as a healthy work-life balance. 
An ability to respond requires you to be present in the moment as much as possible. And there are many online resources on mindfulness and meditation that can support you in embracing the power of now. And again, my bootcamp is going to help you with that. Now, the fifth thing which I think is really important is save some time for self-care. Our work, friends, partners and kids all need our care, energy and attention. But where does this energy come from? How can we keep on giving? If you want to be there for others in a healthy and sustainable way, it's crucial for you to save some time for self-care, to slow down, relax and engage in pleasurable activities that renew your energy and restore your spirit. Parker J. Palmer said, self-care is never a selfish act. It is simply good stewardship of the only gift I have, the gift I was put on the earth to offer others. Anytime we can listen to true self and give the care requires, we do it not only for ourselves, but for the many others whose lives we touch. Caring about your well-being and incorporating a few of these mindful ideas can support you in achieving greater levels of harmony in your personal and professional life. So let me ask you, which one will you try first? Now remember guys, I have my mindfulness bootcamp. I've mentioned it a couple of times, starting in November. Make sure you go to richardbutler.coach in order to sign up for the waiting list. And I'll be able to send you more information. The other thing is, if you want to reach out to me, just email me, richard at richardbutler.coach. And I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your comments about the podcast, any questions that you may have, how I can help you, etc. I'll talk to you next week.